We're back again. We are in L.A. and we are live here at the L.A. Convention Center. It is the Bill Michaels Show. And up early today, long night last night. We'll tell you about that coming up a little bit later on in the program. That's for darn sure. Terrific time. And if you follow us over on the, uh, the Bud Light live stream or over on the Facebook fan page, you can see a lot of the stuff that we did last night. Uh, for those of you that are watching or listening or what have you, we're glad to have you back in uh, the L.A. Convention Center getting you ready for Super Bowl 56. Joining us now, we're going to start right into it today, Sam Acho, ESPN analyst, uh, former NFL outside linebacker, former Bear, for those that are listening in the area back in the uh, Midwest. How you been, man? I've been good. I've been good. I'm glad to be on with you all. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, the, now you get a chance to just kind of hang now because you're just doing all of these. It used to be like you were telling me, like all paid appearances and such. Yeah. And now you're just getting to hang out. Yes, it used to be like this event, that event, appearance, appearance. And now I get a chance to like hang and talk about things that I actually care about. Right. I thought when I finished with the Bears, I'd be done with Aaron Rodgers. Unfortunately, now I'm on ESPN. I still talk about Aaron Rodgers. And now i got to <laughs> deal with Aaron Rodgers and him owning the Bears. You know what I mean? Right. So. <laughs> so you tell me when he did the belt and said, I own you. Now, yeah. granted, that wasn't directed at players. So right. do, do players take that personally? Oh, now? absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's two sides to, to, to this, right? This didn't just start now. I remember in 2018. My last year with the Bears, uh, Matt Nagy's first year, we played Green Bay in Green Bay at Lambeau. I think it was week one, and Aaron Rodgers, yeah. remember, he got injured. Right. Uh, Khalil Mack had the huge sack on him, took the ball from him, all the things. And he remember he came back out in the second half and, like, he like a right. hero and, and brought brought Green brought the, back right. the Packers brought back. the Packers back. And, and on his game-winning drive, I think it was to Randall Cobb. Threw a pass to Randall Cobb. Y'all won that game. And he looked to our sideline. The cameras didn't catch us, barely like, on the on the. Right. Team cam. And he gave like the, the guns, you know, like right. little, like shooting the guns. Yeah. And and when I say Matt Nagy held on, like we didn't play uh, Chicago, didn't play Green Bay again until the end of the season. Right. When that game came back again, we found that clip and showed that clip. Obviously, we went and beat Green Bay. Uh, Chicago beat Green Bay that year. But players and coaches hold on to these things. The, yeah. the problem is uh, he was right. That's the only problem is he was right. So, like, what do you say, right? Like, especially as a player, yeah, I can't believe you did that. We got to win, dude. It's about wins and losses. And so uh, that's – so he he was right. Players get – I agree with you. Players get pissed, and it's like, oh, damn, how do you – how dare you do that? And then the old adage is, it's just like, you know, do you put the ball into the end zone when you're up 41 to 7 and they're running? Do you take a knee? Yeah. The old adage is, if you don't want them to score, stop them. Bingo. Right. Bingo. That's what it is. That's what, you know, because fans get pissed. Right. Analysts get pissed. Right. Players are like, I got yeah. you. I understand where you're at. Because I, I get to be on the field. If I'm a right. player, I get to be on the field. I get to stop you. My only issue with with this statement, and not even, not even with this statement, but with the premise is that, well, hey, if you own the Bears, Let's talk about who owns you. Correct. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, like, there's two ways. One, right. you can talk about San Francisco, right? 0-6. Oh, know, yeah. Right? So oh, yeah. Well, San Francisco owns you. Right? But also, then there's the other side of, like, man, Tom Brady owns, quote-unquote, a lot of teams, but he's not going around and, and, and saying it. So Correct. That, that's kind of the thing when you're a player where you're like, well, shoot, we have to beat you. Right. right? But if you're in the media, you could say, well, shoot, you're right. You do own the Bears. Right. But let's talk about how San Francisco, you haven't beat them. Let's talk about your, you know what I mean? Let's talk about right. that. So that's that's the risk you take. And Aaron Rodgers is a super smart guy. He's not worried about what people say. Former NFL outside linebacker Sam Acho with us, also with ESPN and the analyst there. So um, we, we'll talk a little bit about Rodgers and then move on to other things. But give me your thoughts on, be, the, the biggest argument is, great. he's getting the reputation, great regular season, not getting it done in the postseason. 
before this year, you could say, well, last year he had the one bad game. But for the most part, you look at the 2014 game. Bostic goes up to try to catch that. You know, Julius Peppers tells Morgan Burnett to go down. Okay, that happens. The year that they played Atlanta, they shouldn't even have been there. He got them there. So yep. don't even blame him. Then, you know, you look at that year that they were in San Francisco. They didn't have a defense that could stop the run. They're still running on that defense. So you can kind of make the excuses. The last two years, you can't. That's on Rodgers. Exactly. And then the issue as much is- as you want to talk about that special teams and how bad it was, Rodgers did nothing in the offense. Right. And the issue is when you start making excuses, uh, there's a problem. Yeah. Right? When it's always someone else's fault. Like, I rarely hear, just, you know, using other great quarterbacks, you don't, you don't hear them making too many excuses. You don't hear Joe Burrow making excuses about his offensive line, how he was sacked over 60 times. You don't right. hear Matthew Stafford. You didn't hear him making, Staff, uh, making excuses about his time in Detroit. Right. You didn't hear that. That's kind of where you start hearing, well, if I would have gotten that last play, that fourth down last year, and it's like, well, no, maybe if you would have ran it on third down instead of throwing it yeah. on when you're at the 12-yard line and you just ran it the week before against the L.A. Rams, now you're playing Tampa Bay, you just outran the last week, same situation, same everything. You just juked out Leonard Floyd, who's in the Super Bowl right now, outside linebacker. You did that last week. This time about last year. Right. Right. Now you're in the NFC Championship game. You have a similar opportunity against Tampa Bay on third and whatever from the 12. And instead of running it in, you 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 throw it away and then kick a field goal. Now it's somebody else's fault. Right. That's the only issue you run into. And so, um, yeah, I mean, Super Bowl, what, 2010? But it's been a decade and some change and yeah. a lot of a lot of losses in the playoffs. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I, w- I do want to talk more. Uh, about uh, this matchup between Cincinnati and L.A. Obviously, both teams got here in drastically similar and yet different situations. The similar situation is both quarterbacks had to make big plays. I feel Joe Burrow is unbelievably aged for his his age because he's almost veteran and cool. Uh, Matthew Stafford almost threw it away against San Francisco, but he finds himself here. Who needs this game more? Um, Matthew Stafford, uh, but it's not because of the narrative. It's because for his story. Right. Right. Not history, but his story. Matthew Stafford was in Detroit for a long time and lost a uh, didn't never won the division, lost multiple playoff games. The story of him, we talk about right. storylines. The story of Matthew Stafford was, is he really that good? Yeah. He had Calvin Johnson. He had all these. Uh, is he really the real deal? Well, if you ask Dan Orlovsky, he's really that good. Right. right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I played I played uh, against Matthew Stafford, uh, Matthew Stafford multiple times. So I know how good he is. So you come to a team like L.A., with all the talent, and if you don't do it, you don't get this far, now all of a sudden it wasn't their fault, Matthew Stafford, it was your fault. Right. But if you come and you win this game, now all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, maybe it was Detroit's fault. Right. Maybe Detroit really was that bad bad of an organization. And then add to that, he just turned 34 like two days ago. Yeah. Dude is 33 years old. He's got 12. He's got a decade of football left. Right. So, so I think it's bigger for him. Joe Burrow is, is, is in his second year. He has a huge future, future ahead of him. But Matthew Stafford, a win for him would be everything. Yeah, I go into Matthew Stafford's side, you know, and people talk about, well, the trade worked out. And I keep telling people, no, it didn't. It didn't work out. It, Jared Goff got him to a Super Bowl. You got to win this thing if you to say it worked out because you traded away all your picks, you pushed all your chips to the middle of the table, and you're sitting there now going, "Okay, where's the result?" The result is you got to win on Sunday. That's right? actually a great point. I haven't thought about, it. and I've talked about this again. I haven't thought about it that way because the way I see it, uh, they traded Matthew Goff for or Jared Goff for a reason, right? Last year did not go the way right. that things planned. Ever since that game, you know, Super Bowl, uh, really, ever since that 2018 season when the Bears played the Rams, number one offense, number one defense, and the Bears exposed Jared Goff, Right, things went downhill. And so you make a good point in that, yes, y'all were there two years ago, 
but you need to win it. Right. But also the difference is with what Matthew Stafford has been able to do this year, you get excited about that. It's not a fluke. Jared Goff is like, yeah, great scheme, Sean McVay, all these things. This is no fluke. Had San Francisco, and I can't remember the defensive back's name off the top of my head. Tardy. Had Yeah, Tardy. Yeah. Had he actually pulled the ball in, then it's Matthew Stafford doing Detroit things in the biggest moment. That's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. But now I still think I still think the Rams would have won that game. I, I, momentum is a big deal, but mm-hmm. uh, offensively the, the the 49ers were struggling. I still think the Rams won even when even right. with the interception. But as you mentioned, storylines are very can change. You know quickly with, with plays like that i think in order for uh, the rams to win obviously the defense has to put a ton of pressure on joe burrow but to me if i'm the offensive play caller for cincinnati i'm running mixing as much as i can to try to keep those guys off of joe burrow Bingo. you gotta have you gotta have 25 carries and 80 something yards just to be respectful joe mixon was here's what people don't talk about joe mixon was third in the nfl in rushing yards this year we talk about jamar chase right we talk about t higgins talk about tyler Boyd, and and and, and, and rightfully so joe burrow Joe Mixon right. was third in the NFL in rushing yards. Joe Mixon was third in the NFL in touches. So Joe Mixon will get the ball. Right. That, this team is so balanced, right? You had three receivers that we just mentioned. They're, all of them are top 25, top 30 in the NFL in receptions. And so this is a balanced offensive attack. If you put all your focus on Jamar Chase, you're going to get beat by Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. And don't just say, well, let's let, let somebody else beat you. No, those other receivers and Joe Mixon, they beat people consistently. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I As much as we want to see Joe Burrow slinging all over the place, you you got to have Joe Mixon involved in this thing. And as much as he's been banged up in his career, the one thing as a Cincinnati fan you're doing is holding your breath to think, hope he doesn't go down with an ankle or a hamstring because yeah. that's been his motif. But that's why Samaj P. Ryan being a backup running right. back, that's why having him available is a good thing, right? That's yep. why having him there. And, and Uzoma's going to be, be back as well. At least he says he yeah, is. You, uh, you that knee injury that. looked pretty serious in that game, so yeah. we'll wait and see. Uh, you work with a tremendous organization. We want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, definitely. So I work with International Justice Mission. That's part of the reason why I'm here uh, at the Super Bowl on Radio Row is to kind of point people to a bigger cause. We love football, right? I, right. I, I'm an ESPN analyst. I've played in the NFL right, for a decade. Right, right. Uh, but there's also uh, bigger causes that are going on. And so one thing, uh, IJM, International Justice Mission, their goal is to end, like, trafficking right right trafficking so specifically with children right so there's two million children who are trafficked every single year yep and we're talking like online abuse this is Mm -hmm. like disgusting i'm a dad right right i have a seven-year-old i have a five couldn't imagine it you know what i mean i have a three-year-old and like i imagine not being able to but i've seen it right i went to guatemala and i've met kids as young as two year old two years old who who are being abused wow and so i'm like dude what if we could do something to stop it yeah the great thing is like international justice mission is an organization that can and so what they do is they pretty much go into different countries and change justice systems a lot of perpetrators a lot of people who are committing these crimes talk about how bad social media is and all right. lots of like people could they feel like they can get away with it right and so it's like no you can't so what i'm telling everybody is hey go to partner with us join we call it team freedom there's over 100 athletes yeah. who, are, who are part of this and join team freedom so we go to we say um, go to ijm.org slash super bowl okay right and you can be a part of this change just just not too long ago the uh, IJM partnered with the, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, mm-hmm. right, to say, does what you do actually work? Right. There's organizations everywhere, but does it actually work? We want you to go to the Philippines, which is known for sex trafficking. Go there and see if, if in a five-year span you can reduce this, like, disgusting stuff by, by 20%. Right. Well, in a five-year span, they reduce it by 80%. 
Wow. So like there's a proven model that works. So there's two yeah. million kids who are being abused on like and there's online abuse going on. So I'm saying, dude, what if everybody everywhere could join this team and help end it? It could be given your money, given your support, learning about what's going on. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take a pro athlete or a media personality. It just takes somebody who with a heart. Like I said, like I got we all have kids or we all work kids or all no kids. Right. And it's like we have to protect um um, these 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 kids, these two million kids who are, right. who are being trafficked. So again, the website is yeah, it's ijm.org slash Super Bowl, and, and that's then, it. And that's it. That's it's as simple as that. You go to that website and you can join the fight, right? And, and, right. and you can join the fight and and help end this. The goal is by twenty thirty, like we can like protect half a billion people from yeah. this. I mean, like, there's like yeah. this, we don't talk about it often, right? Because it's kind of like jarring, but like. Dude, there's some there's some sick people out there that do some sick things, yeah. and we are us everyday people can be a part of like some major major change. Partnering with International Justice Mission. Great stuff, Sam. A pleasure to have you over here. Uh, I know your years as a Bears weren't the most pleasurable against <laughs> the Packers, but you got one, so there you go. Uh, yes, yes. Great. I did get a win in 2018 my yeah. last year. That's the last time I think the, the, the Bears beat the Packers. What do you think of the hire? What do you think of the, the first uh, of all, Justin Fields, and yes. obviously what the Bears have going on, new coach. Yeah, I, I'm excited about. First, the GM, Ryan Poles, came from I was there for almost a decade. Former offensive lineman, knows how to build people in the trenches, right? Talking yeah. about great y'all's offensive line has been. Even guys like Corey Lindsey, who've left to go other places, pro bowlers all across the board, yeah. Jenkins, et cetera. I'm excited about Ryan Poles, who's the GM, and then Ryan Poles is the one who decided on this coach in Eberflus. Right. And so I, I, I believe. Yeah. I believe now it's going to take time, right? And depending what – if Aaron Rodgers leaves. Right. It's wide open. It's wide open. If Aaron Rodgers stays, is he all? It's the Green Bay Packers division to, to win. Yeah, no doubt. Good stuff, man. Appreciate it, pal. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show live in LA coming up after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it, bang it, rock it. Welcome back to the program. We are glad to have you. Go Michael Show. We continue on. We are broadcasting live Radio Row here in L.A. And uh, we bring you in now the uh, the man, the myth, the legend. And for those of you that uh, know the area of Cincinnati extremely well, and this running back, Icky Woods, you kind of set the world on fire, uh, at least in the Queen City uh, oh, yeah. portion of it, years and years ago. How you been? Icky I've Woods been is good, with us. brother, hanging in there, man. Just yeah? uh, just very happy that, uh, that my boys is in this big game, man. It's been... 33 years since we've been in the big game and just uh, happy. happy. Where, where's the giant B at? Because I saw you dancing. Oh, uh, man, I left it in the room, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I got it with me, though. It, it travels with me to all the games, baby. It travels so with me to all the games. You got a, uh, you got a, uh, like a pep rally party uh, scheduled uh, out here? Uh, yeah, I think that's on uh, Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure where it's at. Where are right you living? Are you living in Cincinnati? I'm in Cincinnati. That's what yeah, I thought. I'm over by Preston High School. Off of are you really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Did you ca- yeah. catch uh, any of the, Is Princeton still a powerhouse down there? Yeah, they, they still they have some decent teams, but uh, it's, it's kind of spreading out a little bit. Yeah. You know, a little bit of everybody's starting to get it. Because I know Elder and yeah. Xavier and Moeller and LaSalle all, and Coleraine are they're always there. Yeah, yeah, they're always there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah so. no doubt. Um, so this team, I want to ask you about the team first. Okay. You get a young guy in Joe Burrow, goes yes. down first year with a knee injury, yeah. and then turns it around. And as much in, is, right. as we talk about Joe yeah. and Jamar Chase and the wide receivers, I've said all along this game's going to hinge on Joe Mixon. Oh, most definitely. 
Yeah, because if if you're going to keep the pass rush off of Joe, you got to be able to run the yeah. football. So yeah. so you know, I mean, I I know that you're close with the team and such, but Joe Mixon, I'm looking at Joe Mixon as being a guy that's probably got to get 25 touches, about 80 something, 100 something yards somewhere no in there. No doubt. Right. You got right, right around 150 total yards. You know, with catching yeah. passion. So I, I I think he can do it too, man. You know, the offensive line. Uh, they're getting better. You know, the Tennessee game just, I don't know how we win that one with nine sacks, but we do. You know, yeah. Drew Burroughs comes out and he's steady and wins that one. Then we go to Kansas City and he makes a couple of great moves and get out and runs for a couple of uh, crucial first downs and his legs are starting to help him out a little bit. So, but Joe Mixon is, is where it goes, man. If Joe Mixon has a great day, then. We, we're going to have a great day as well. For a long time, it, it was hard for me to jump on the Zach Taylor bandwagon. Yeah. I just felt like there were games in which they were outcoached. Uh, yeah. And then the Kansas City game came along, yeah. and they were playing a soft zone for the first half. First and half, then all yeah. of a sudden, they went press man, and then the pass rush kept... Uh, Patrick Mahomes, somewhat in the pocket, but chased him right, a lot and right. got him uncomfortable. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I went, okay, now, yeah. now I'm becoming a believer. Believe uh, yeah. is, do you, you talk to these guys. Has Zach grown as a head coach? He has. He has. He's grown since his first year. You know, we went through a, a few aches and pains there. I wasn't big on Zach. At, I, I wasn't big on Zach either. So you were in my boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't big on him either, but I, I can, now I can see – it was a it was a gradual thing. It wasn't just going, and I knew it wasn't just going to happen in the first couple of years. Right. But I, I I personally thought they were at least another year or two away from where they are now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they they totally took me by surprise this year, by the way the guys play not only on offensive but defensively. You right. Know, they they stepped up big time on the defensive end of the ball, and that's that's why we're in the position we're in now. The uh, how difficult? Let's go back to Joe Mixon because obviously you being a running back, you had an offensive line yeah. with some beef. You had yeah. some guys that were oh, road yeah. graders. Oh yeah. This is a tough offensive line. Are they just better at run blocking than they are pass blocking? I, or are they I, just? I, a... I think so. They're better moving forward than yeah. you know back on their heels. Right. Because back on their heels, you know they 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 don't move as well. But you know. Uh, forward, going forward, they do a better job than yeah. pass blocking. But you know, like it's like like we said, if Joe Mixon can get going, or they can hit them quick, quick outs, you know, and and keep the chains moving, I think that's right. going to be a big part of it. And the amazing thing is, is that McPherson was, is dead nuts. I oh, mean, man, as far oh, as the yeah, kicker yeah, goes yeah, to Cincinnati, yeah. the only yeah. game that he had missteps was against. Green Bay. Green, Green Bay, yeah, that was the only and, and one. And both kickers struggled. Both kickers it was just struggled, that uh, yeah. who finally made who the last kick. Made it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great game. But McPherson's was, just been lights out for you guys. Has, you know, and, and they said, well, who who spends a draft pick on a kicker? Well, hey, I'm glad right. they did. Right. You know? So, but they, yeah, this guy's unbelievable. Tell me, uh, and then I'll move on because I want to talk about what you what you got going on here. But um, the one thing that I, I've talked about for years, I when I left WLW years mm-hmm. ago, yeah. Um, I had said on my parting shot was Cincinnati will never win a team with Mike Brown running it just because of the way it was run. Right. Okay? Right. Then they Katie comes in. It's a little different. A little better, yeah. A little, and then they little. finally hired a general manager. Right. So it, it is, is, is now that situation set? I, I think it is. I, I think it is because now they have what they need and they have a football guy running right. things. You know what I'm saying? So now you get the the football aspect of it, and it's it's been great for us. So one more, I got to ask you one more question. If you're the running back in the backfield and you know you got to pick up the blitz, you got Von Miller and Aaron Donald. 
<laughs> what are you looking for, man? I'd rather go with Von Miller. Aaron Donald's a beast, <laughs> man. You know, at least I can try to cut Von Miller, but Aaron Donald, right. he's going to run right through you, man. Yeah. You know, it's, just, it, 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 it's, it's no great answer to that one because both of them are beasts. Both of those guys are going to be coming on Sunday, and uh, we just got to find a way to put a body in front of them. And also you come with Mark, and we Mark Singleton's yeah, here with guy, us. Mark's man. been with us Big for a long Mark. time, yes, many sir. years. Uh, the VP of Marketing and Sales for the Southern Ranch? Southern Recipe Pork. Southern Recipe Pork. Okay, yeah. so uh, which every year you come by with something good, and you bring the pork rinds with us, and, <laughs> and you brought them over again this year, which we love these things, and they're everywhere. They're oh, blowing yeah. up. They're blowing. They're I, it's good. a keto Dorito now. I mean, people sooner or later are going to have to wear button britches again, <laughs> and they're going to start paying attention to their diets. And, right. uh, we're having a great January, and yeah. just, just so happy to be here with the with you guys uh, spreading the word about the gridiron grates. Yeah, uh, not only the gridiron grates, but the fact that uh, with the, the, the pork rinds, how big were the pork rinds during COVID? Uh, Comfort food had to be a big thing for a lot of people sitting in their homes. Oh, it was huge. Oh, it was yeah. huge. And, and, and as y'all saw, every shelf got emptied. And just being able to keep things on the shelf, I'm so proud of all of our people and all of our plants. Uh, you know, they're the real heroes of this thing. It's yeah. the people that kept our trucks running, the keep yep. people that kept us all fed. And we're just so proud of all of our, our team members across the yeah. country. And the gridiron grates has been something uh, that we've talked about for years and years and years. Yeah, and you know, and, and, and I'm a real believer because they got my knees done for me. Right. So, you know, I, right. and, I, and I was very thankful for that, man. And I'm, I'm going to always support the gridiron grates yeah. because they do a great job for former players who have been forgotten about. Yeah, I remember talking with Jerry Kramer about it years ago. Ditka, you know, has been a big proponent, and and for a lot of the guys that kind of got forgotten along the way, yeah, Yeah, for lack of a better term. I mean, you see, we saw Jim McMahon here yesterday, Mm -hmm. and, man, when he he came up in a wheelchair, it's like, wow, wait a minute. And then we realized he had ankle surgery because I thought he was just that bad off. But, you know, it's been uh, the Gridiron Greats has done a lot of work. There is great work, too. The one thing that you don't realize, and I said this yesterday, Kyle Turley was here. And I said, you know, well, at least, you know, you look pretty good. I said, you, you see some guys that look really good. He said, I'll tell you this, nobody feels really good. Right, right. <laughs> you know, because he said we all took the bumps no and bruises oh, and the yeah. knees and the elbows oh, yeah. and, the, you know, he said, but there's some guys that are wearing it better right, because of the, better, yeah. the, the way the body is. Oh, yeah. And I'll ask you, because you had your knees. Oh, yeah. You've been beat up. I know that when yeah, they asked oh, you to yeah. do the icky shuffle, you're like, damn, oh, I, yeah. I don't know if I can do it anymore. <laughs> but I always ask everybody for everything you went through. Would you do it again? In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. In every a heartbeat. guy says the same thing. Yeah. Every, I mean, I get it. I get the health and, and safety yeah. issues, but every guy says the exact love same of, love thing. Love the game. This yeah. is always for the love of the game. Yep. yep. No doubt. Yep. So now that Joe Burrow's got everybody in Cincinnati smoking cigars, you go. Woo! Who they, baby? We got right? the who they back. We got the who they back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, doing, uh, doing Mike's thing tonight? Gonna, yeah, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. see you over there? Yeah, okay. you definitely see me there. Looking yeah. forward to that tonight. All right, yes, sir. You got a special one ready to go just in case you guys win? Or? Well, yeah, I gotta, I'm, I'm going to keep that on down. Okay. I gotta, yeah, okay. I got me a special what, what's your What's your go-to stick? Um, I, I like the uh, Ray Lewis's stick. Really? Okay. That. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, had those I, a couple of years yeah. ago when we did the one down in Miami. Nice one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was nice a good stick. one. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. There's, there's a few good that ones. That was that the last the... time we were all together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was, was the last in time Miami. We were all I remember yeah. it well. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. Doubt. Beautiful. Yeah. Game. It is great to see you guys, Mark. Always a pleasure, Icky. You know, you the man. Thank you, brother. You, you, I got my buddy saying, "Oh my God, I remember Kim Crumry going down with that ankle injury. Oh my God, it crushed me." You know, so great to see you guys. Yeah, you too. We got one hour down, three yet to go. Time for us to take a quick break. We are live out here in L.A. on Radio Row. We'll be back right after this. 
the Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.